Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. I'm not on every platform because today is Wednesday. So at noon, we will be having career chats with our special guest today. It's not going to be your ordinary career chat. So I hope that you will tune in. You can watch it right here on whatever platform you're in right now, and you will see it up here at noon. So I hope that you join me there. My name is Latasha Martin. If this is your first time watching me on live stream, I want to say good morning and welcome. Today's message is going to be called Wondering Waste Time. Wondering Waste Time. Wondering Waste Time. And so I'm glad that you're here. Good morning, Shannon. Good morning, Ida Lynn. Let me jump ahead into a word of prayer and then jump into our message for today. Lord, we thank you. We love you. We give you the highest praise, God. Lord, today I pray that this message reminds people the importance of focusing on themselves as they are glorifying you for your purpose in their lives. Lord, I know that distractions can come in many forms, but some of the biggest distractions happen in our minds when we're wondering about things that have nothing to do with us, with you and your agenda and your plans for us. So God, I pray this word, it helps them to go back into the scripture of this particular story we are talking about Peter, Lord. I pray that it brings new revelation because you are a good God who is worthy to be praised. Amen. So this morning is a tag share like. <laughs> invite your friends into this message because it's called Wondering Waste Time. Now, do I have any thinkers out there? If you are a thinker, give me some hearts. Give me a number one. If you're one of those people that is always thinking about something, and I, I laugh because I talk to Shannon often, I talk to Idolin, and I'm always thinking about stuff. And thinking can get you in trouble because thinking leads to wondering. Now, let me tell you, actually, wondering leads to thinking. And let me tell you how this works out, at least it does in my world. So you have a situation that happens, right? The situation happens, you start thinking about the situation, and then you start wondering about things, okay? So let me give you an example of that. Uh, recently, there was a scenario where God is calling me to do something real specific, right? And I have to really laser focus in because I'm like, this thing will not defeat me. But I need to stay focused because if I don't stay focused on the task at hand, what will happen is I'll get a phone call or I'll go on one of those social media platforms and I will see something. Now, when I see that thing, I just see it. But then all of a sudden, after seeing it, I start to think about some things and I start wondering and my mind starts to go down all of these different like paths of crazy. And, and, and I'm like, why am I wondering about this? Why am I wondering about that? Because at the end of the day, what does that have to do with me at all? So let me talk to you about the, the scenario that God put in my head, the passage that he gave me. And this goes into the book of John. It is John, the 21st verse. And we're just going to pull a piece of scripture out. Now, when I pull this piece of scripture out, I'm not trying to take it out of context because that's where we get in trouble. But because we don't have hours to spend here this morning, I want to encourage you to go back to get some more of the backdrop about this scenario. But if I had to do a 50,000 foot walkthrough, um, this is the time where Jesus had met the disciples. And they were fishing all night. They didn't catch anything. Then Jesus says to them, throw your net out. They catch all these fish. And then what happens the next day is Jesus is having a conversation with Peter, asking Peter, do you love me? And he asked Peter, do you love me multiple times to the point where Peter gets and says, 
Like, why does Jesus, why you keep asking me if I love you? Like, I really do love you. And actually, when we go to the third time that he asked, this is um, in, in John, the 21st chapter. And it goes into the 17th verse. And this is what he says. He said the third time he said, and this is Jesus talking to Peter. He says, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Because Peter's name before he became Peter was Simon. So he says, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? And he said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. And I tell you the truth. When you were younger, you were dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. And then he said to him, follow me. Now, Peter is missing the whole point of what Jesus is trying to say here. Like Jesus is trying to give Peter some insight on again, how he's going to die, what's going to happen, what he's instructed to do, like what Jesus is calling and asking him to do. But then it goes into this 20th verse. And this is where we get messed up wondering about and overthinking things for my thinkers out there. Shannon, thank you for putting the verse in there. In the 20th verse, he says, Peter turned and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved was following them. This was one the one who had leaned back against Jesus at the supper and said, Lord, who's going to betray you? When Peter saw him, he asked the Lord, what about him? Like, what about him? Like, you're giving me all these instructions about what I'm supposed to do. What about him? And Jesus said, if I want him to remain alive until I return. What is that to you? You must follow me. So basically Jesus is saying, Peter, it don't matter what I'm going to do with anybody else. Here is your instruction. And one thing has nothing to do with the other. One thing has nothing to do with the other. So you might be saying, okay, Latasha, so what does this have to do on how wondering wastes time? How thinking about things that we say we're just thinking about could mess you up because we know that the word of God says that he calls us all to his purpose, which means each one of us has an assignment. But what happens is, is that we're having conversations with people, we're watching stuff, then we're thinking about things, then we're wondering about things. And then you have to reflect and say, it's the end of the day. And what did God call me to do today? And did I get it done? And if I didn't, how much time did I waste on things, wondering about stuff, thinking about stuff, trying to be deep and analytical about stuff that it had nothing to do with you and his purpose with your life? If we was in church, I give you a virtual, I give you a high five. Well, maybe not right now with COVID. Well, I'd say give me an amen because this is the thing. It doesn't happen where you have this blatant intention on wasting your day away. That's not what happens at all. What happens is, is that you hopefully start your day spending time with God and then you have your to-do list and then life begins to happen. And this is why it is really important for you to know his purpose for your life. I've been, that's been a running theme through the week, his purpose for your life, because even when you offer to help people, 
it does not mean that it should take you off your course on what his purpose is for your life. It, it shouldn't do that. We serve a God of order. I believe those are distractions. And then our minds get the best of us. Joyce Myers has an amazing book. It's called Battlefield of the Mind. We did a book club on it last fall. It was awesome. And some of y'all need to go back and reread that book because it talks about, again, some of the biggest distractions, the things that mess you up, that waste your time is things that just consume your mind. Have any of you ever started out with a good day and then a thought pops in your head? And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I'm doing the same thing as Sally, but Sally seems to be like flying ahead and I just keep going in circles and, and this rut keeps happening for me. And you aren't even, listen, and, and this is the thing, you know, people say stuff like, oh, that's my haters and they hating on me. No, 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 no. It's not even that deep because many of us are not hating on others. We're just getting distracted. We're getting distracted. And then we start wondering and start doing things that are not aligned to his purpose. So these are the things that God, I believe, wanted me to share with you today when it comes to how we can stop making wondering waste our time. The first thing is, is to stay in our lane. Stay in your lane. You ever been told that before? I know I have. I've had, I remember when I was consulting with one particular customer and I was this, I just want to help. Where else can I help? And um, someone politely said to me, you know what? You are a consultant. You were hired for a contract. I know you want to help, but I need you to stay in your box of what we agreed to pay you for. Because anything beyond that is us taking advantage of you. And then you're not able to effectively do what we hired you for. So number one is stay in your lane. Number two is focus on God's instructions to you. Sometimes our conversations can derail us from responding and doing what God's instructions were to us. If you have accepted Jesus into your life, that means you have a direct connection to the source. Now, it doesn't mean that you don't have conversations with people about things. It doesn't mean that at all. But what it does mean is that when God gives you instructions, if every time you keep switching up the direction and going all different kinds of ways, then you can't make it anywhere because you keep getting detoured and rerouted through conversations and wondering about things and overthinking things. I can make the simplest thing complicated. Like even this morning, I woke up because this project I'm working on and, and God was like, you do realize that you made yourself the constraint because that's when I'm coaching with people and we're doing processes, I always say, don't put yourself in the process if you don't have to. You want to oversee the process because once you put yourself in the process, you become the constraint to the process moving to the next step. So again, focus on God's instructions to you. And then this is the other thing. Literally, sometimes you need to go into isolation because if you keep looking around, especially if you have a heart to give and serve, anybody hurt and give to serve. If you're watching this on replay, just say hashtag replay. That's me. I have a heart to serve and give because what happens is when you're looking around, the reason you need to go into isolation is because when you offer help, you become the help instead of providing guidance 
saying, here's what you should do and take yourself out of the equation. I am so guilty of this. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've had to go back and say, oh, my bad. Because when I was offering solution, I became a part of the solution and I can't be everything to everybody and still get done what God has called me for and my purpose. Hi, Tara. Good morning. She says she is struggling. Strategic isolation. That's true. And so again, we cannot be everything to everybody. Why? Because when we become every by everything to everybody, there's one thing that it does. It actually makes your walk in our confidence in Christ not look good. Because if we're the solution and we're not guiding people to how God is the solution and how they can connect and how they can lead what he's called them to do, and we get in it, that's how we mess it up. And now we're wasting time thinking about and wondering about things either, oops, I didn't step myself into it again, or, oh, I'm overthinking that over there. Because this, this is what God is. God has such a sense of humor. And I'd be like, thank you, God. Just like Peter missed the point of the post when Jesus was explaining to him how he was going to die because he was too busy wondering, what about them over there? <laughs> what about what, what are they going to do? We sometimes miss what he's trying to speak to us about. Because even when we think we know what's going on with them over there, we don't know. Just like Peter, he did not know what Jesus's plans were for the other disciples that also were following him. Peter didn't know that. Only Jesus knew that. So we need to really, 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 good morning, Tamala. We really, 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 really need to make sure that we're following these things and we stop wasting time wondering and thinking about things that either A, don't have anything to do with us. I mean, think about how many conversations you've had. I, I mean, this is terrible because we talked about gossip earlier this week, but think about how many conversations we've had literally wasting time. Like I'd almost challenge you to track how many un, uh, unproductive conversations are we having? And it doesn't mean that sometimes we just don't have conversations to giggle. And it doesn't mean that we don't have conversations just to catch up and connect. But when we're thinking about people who are intentionally saying, God, I want to glorify you with my life, then you got some work to do. You have work to do, speaking to God, asking him how he wants you to do this. What is his purpose for your life? How does he want you to do it? When do you stay in your lane? How can you encourage somebody along the way? Because what it doesn't mean is, again, guilty of it. I am task oriented. That's how I'm wired. Even if I'm at a fun function, I'm having the most fun when I'm serving or working. I don't have fun sitting at the table when people are just talking about what they're talking about. Like, that's just not me. But that's how I get myself in trouble because even Jesus, like we need to rest and we need to relax and we need to enjoy people and enjoy relationships just for that, to have a good time. But what I am saying is, is that for this context right now, for this message today, I'm being really prayerful that you will go back into this book of John and you will read the whole 21st chapter. So that God can speak to your heart and can show you that sometimes you can be in a crowd of people with a whole bunch of people and God is calling you out for his purpose. And it may not look like anybody that you're with. And the only way that you will know that is you need to be lock and step into how God is speaking to you. 
And the only way you can know that is you need to be spending intimate time with him so that when somebody says something or somebody does something, you can say, oh, we that I don't need to think about that. I don't need to wonder about that. I don't need to be concerned with that. And if I do, God, give me wisdom on how. So that I'm not overextending myself and I'm pointing them to you and his purpose for them by asking questions instead of injecting yourself in the solution. I'm so guilty of this. So be encouraged today. Go back and read this book of of John 21. It's not a long read. It really does give you some insight on the disciples and it also gives you some insight on Peter and Peter and Jesus's relationship. Because maybe when you're reading that, maybe Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit keeps repeating something to you and you're getting frustrated because you keep seeing all these uh, confirmations of this thing that God is trying to speak to you. And you can't obey on his assignment to you because you're distracted about what everybody else is doing whether that's social media, I'm telling you, social media is dangerous. Like sometimes we need to put like limits on what we look at online. Even some phone calls, even some television is dangerous. It makes you start thinking about and wondering things that aren't even lined up with your purpose or God's plan for you. That's why I start watching crazy, like goofy little shows. I'm cracking up right now. I'm on these... These little African movies that like have the worst actors, but the women look great and their hair is always done and they look like storylines trash. But what it does is it allows me to take my mind off of serious stuff just to disconnect for a minute so I can giggle and I can laugh and enjoy some stuff. And so then I'm not wondering and thinking about things that have nothing to do with me and God's purpose for me. So whatever that is that you need to do, go back into this text, see how God is speaking to you. If names or situations popped into your head when you heard about maybe you've been looking to the left and the right and you've been getting distracted, I encourage you to see that God could be speaking to you about something else and you're missing the message because you're wondering about things and thinking about things that have nothing to do with you. Everything ain't about you, as special as you are to God. Still, everything in this world is not about you and doesn't need you to put your opinion on people's purposes sometimes. So just be encouraged by that today. Dear God, we thank you. We love you. We give you the highest praise. Lord, I thank you for everybody who's been missional. Dear God, I pray that you continue to bless them in their mission and their purpose. Dear God, I want to send a special prayer to Shannon. I know that she has started a challenge in her group, Overcomers. I thank you, God, that you will continue to give her the resilience that she needs to stay consistent to his purpose for your, your purpose for her. Dear God, I thank you so much for Tara. I know she comes on and God is leading her to do some things in the evening where she's encouraging people with the gospel, anyone that is doing kingdom work and just doing things according to your purpose in their life. Dear God, today I celebrate them. I celebrate them. And I pray because I know how hard it is to be committed consistently, um, no matter what's happening in these conversations. Dear God, I pray that as these women of God continue to do the work that you're calling them to, that you give them the strength that they need to push on and to persevere. Dear God, anyone else that needs a word of encouragement today, dear God, I don't want to miss anybody's name, but I know that if we are kingdom focused, that the enemy is busy, especially in this season. 
So dear God, I pray for everybody who is doing the work of God in their coming and their going, that everything that we do, it glorifies you and that you are the rock star that people turn to and not us. We're just the vessel that you're using to get somebody's attention so that we can direct them to you. Lord, we thank you for all the things that you're doing. In Jesus name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Be blessed and have a great day today, everybody. Love you much. Bye-bye.